Welcome to the F5 Podcast. We look forward to conversing about uh, overcoming toxic work environments Uh-oh. and gossip. Oh, yeah. I think this is a hot topic. A lot of people responded to us on TikTok, uh, to Sebastian specifically. Uh, we look forward to it. If you want to subscribe to our business program, go to patreon.com forward slash F5 Podcast. If you want to see clips of the F5 Podcast, go to the F5 Podcast TikTok uh, or Sebastian Ingus or Frank Aziz. Uh, for specific clips on, you know, some of the discussions we have. All right. So why don't we define gossip first? It's a good start. Uh, snively conversation. Yeah, snively conversation. This is an important one because I think you know, we don't see the world the way it is. We see the world the way we are. And a lot of times when you, know, you see comments on snips uh, or clips of, of video, very often they're projecting what they think you're saying or what they're hearing when you say it. But I... Most people uh, on this particular piece agreed. There was a lot of comments saying, thank you. Yes, this is totally true. But there were some that were saying things like, yeah, gossip is anything your boss doesn't like or, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. is anything management doesn't want you to say or talking about pay. It was really interesting to hear those takes. That's really interesting. I thought so, That's too. not gossip. Right. I think it's the opinion of those, <clears throat> not, I don't want to say facts, but of those or the that intent, information, yeah. Or the intent, right? And I tried to explain this, um, and, and I think we'll, we'll unpack this, but I would define gossip as, like I said in the video, sharing information that may or may not even be true mm-hmm. with people that can't do anything about it, mm-hmm. usually with intent to either feel oh, significant okay. mm-hmm. or to create um, a wound or to hurt somebody else or to diminish somebody else. And, and gossip generally generally falls in the camp of not even being true or you're not sure it's true. It's something you heard somebody else who said, Mm -hmm. who said somebody else who said, right? So we're not talking about pay. And overall, I think transparency and pay is a good idea, right? As long as there isn't negativity or somebody's weaponizing it. Mm -hmm. So we don't have any problems with transparency around pay. Um, And certainly in our environment, we are all about holding each other accountable and calling each other out if we say things that are inaccurate or false or like we talk about here. If the statement comes out, that's the way we've always done it, right? If you ever hear anybody, it doesn't matter what your position is here, it's your job to say, hey, that's that's not a good reason to do things. So, but I, that obviously is an indication that some people work in environments where that's how they received it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. But anybody have a different opinion of gossip? That was actually really that? good. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the part of the person not being able to do anything about it was a really good point because it's something that's mm-hmm. usually happening behind closed doors or without the um, thought that that person might find out if it is about somebody else. But yeah. Well, there's, I think the other point of that too, like there's times where I'm going to tell you what I'm hearing in the office or what's going on in the office, but that's because I feel like you need to know about it because it may or may not lead to this like cascading avalanche of shit that actually needs to be solved for. That's not me gossiping to you. It would be gossiping if I said it to somebody else that couldn't fix anything about the problem. And that's what we were clarifying. Uh, I think Frank and I in the comment section about the other night, we're saying this too. It's like, can this person do anything about it? And is it business related? Is it going to have an impact on the business or the people in the business? So mm-hmm. what's what what are, what are examples of things that are are toxic that should not be talked about? And by the way, somebody mm-hmm. pointed this out and I loved it. 
this rule doesn't just apply to business. I don't have friends that gossip. I don't hang out with people uh -huh. that gossip. That's just, yeah, I don't want to spend either. time with or be in social circles with people who want to snivel and whine about other people. Yeah. Uh, so that it's a projection of my personal values into the business. And obviously we all share those values. It's, yeah. It's none of us. Do you feel like time. you still get a lot of people that like gossip to you though? No, no, no. I don't get a lot of gossip. People don't come to gossip to me. Um, generally, I'm being confronted with people who are complaining about other people gossiping, mm. uh, which in some ways can be its own form, but nobody generally comes to me sharing stupid information about other people. I feel like the same them. way too. Like I'll have more people typically <clears throat> sharing something about themselves <laughs> that's going on. Um, but it, it makes me think too, like typically the people that you see like gossiping or that are complaining about, oh yeah, like this person told me this, this, this. Well, they're the one that's like in the thick of it and likely like spreading it more and mm -hmm. then attracting it more too, which is just. And that's to me, that's a dead giveaway. And I want to, I want to get into different kinds of gossip in a second, but if you're the person in your business mm -hmm. that everyone comes and gossips to, yes, I would very much pay attention to why that is. Don't think you're the peacemaker, right? You're yeah. the one that's going to spread it more mm -hmm. or make them feel a certain way for telling you. There is definitely a reason why people are coming and speculating their thoughts to you mm -hmm. about whether something that's is true or not. So well, I think we've had some examples of, <clears throat> you know certain individuals that we knew were like that in our business as well and if if there was a message that we wanted to get spread through everybody right. they're the person that you tell because you know that it's going to get out right what about like um <clears throat> there's people that are pro gossip believe it, like just through their actions and there's people that are completely anti-gossip so people that are let's the reverse of this is like people that are completely anti-gossip what they could see as somebody sharing something with a boss they could see that as gossip and like oh you're threatening my job because you're saying this to the boss whatever the case may be but if there's somebody in the business that is put holding everything together like that person needs to share things with that person and it's not really gossip like oh, yeah. the, the yeah, biggest thing is like that as gossip it, you're sharing it with somebody that effectuates change. Then that was the, the biggest point. It was like, who are you sharing this with? Because if you're sharing it with the boss, the boss needs to know everything yeah. because the boss doesn't know anything. Like he's like trying to steer a ship and right. it could freaking sink if something's going right. wrong. Right. We need so, to know the mm -hmm. rocks are in the water. Yeah. That, and that that's the point. You're exactly right. If you're sharing relevant information that is at least is in good faith materially true and has a negative impact on the business then that needs to be shared with the appropriate party mm -hmm. that's not what we're talking about right right we're not we're not, we're not talking about hiding relevant information so if somebody is doing something unethical in the business or is doing something that could compromise one of our clients one of our customers one of our employees in a negative way and we know materially there's a good chance this is true that does need to be shared with a team lead or a boss, depending on, on what the situation is. Now, I think, sorry to interrupt, but I think that a lot of people don't tell the boss or tell the management because they feel like, oh, I'm going to be a snitch. I'm going to do this and that. What are some good things or steps that they can take to not feel that way and be able to feel comfortable in telling the management that? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and I think it comes down to what is the information so things that i want to hear about if somebody is doing something that's jeopardizing our relationship with a client mm -hmm. or with a customer mm -hmm. or is mistreating an employee like genuinely mistreating an employee right. so something that would be um you know sexual harassment is something that i want to hear about if it's legit sexual harassment um where there are things that are 
being done that that are unethical or being said that are derogatory, I want to hear about those things so I can address them. Things that I don't care about is who's sleeping with who, generally, right? right? That's not something I care about as a whole, unless it has a material. That's uncommon. That's uncommon, by the way. That's not common, you said? That's uncommon. That's what sarcasm, right? The, no, the, no the, uh, the boss not caring about who's sleeping with who. Yeah, oh. it, That's uncommon. Well, and part of my philosophy around this is I, I know a lot of companies have policies around people dating in the business. Um, I generally think this is silly because as you build a culture and you build an organization, you're going to attract like-minded people who are all working really hard mm -hmm. and spend most of their time in and around their business. So they're going to find mm -hmm. people that are like-minded and connect. Mm -hmm. If everybody shows up, and that's a big if, if everybody shows up an adult as adults, then there's no problem with people dating. The issue is, the risk is, of course, they show up as kids and it becomes toxic. It gets compromised and things get weird, which is why yeah. a lot of companies just don't want to deal with that. And they say, no, you can't date. And a lot of companies will either move the person out or fire one of the two really, if they start. To really date. quick call to action. Um, if you're on TikTok, there's about 17 people right now on TikTok that are live on both me and Sebastian's TikTok. Um, they're not on YouTube. So if you want to come and ask a question, go to YouTube, go to F5 Podcast, and you mm -hmm. can ask us a question directly, um, which I think would be uh, really interesting. So if you want to join, please join us. Yeah. So I, it's it's generally things that are meant to hurt somebody else that I don't want to hear about. They don't have either either a bolt, they're either a lie or just something that was heard. And there's no material evidence of this being true. And the intent generally is to hurt the person. Generally. That's the gossip that I don't want to have anything to do with. I just don't care. Or for entertainment too, I feel like when it's not for, because I'm thinking about it too. You asked a great question about, well, it doesn't make a difference with like who it's shared. Because I was thinking about that as well. Like at what point, if it's with somebody close, does it become gossip even though that relationship is good? Does that make sense? Um, I think it's it's hard to avoid some gossip because mm -hmm. as you get closer with people, you know, you, you talk about you things, you talk about certain things, and you know that this person you can trust. But it's a it, that's one thing, but you have to like delineate that and somebody going to multiple people and, and gossiping. True. And mm -hmm. like the the I think a key indicator is like when somebody tries to build rapport with a new person mm. through gossip. Oh, got it. Yeah. That happens that's a lot. Oh, that yeah. is like immediate like termination and, right there. And that's and that's another beautiful point. It's like the new guy comes in and they're indoctrinated into somebody's gossip circle of drama. Right. That's mm -hmm. bringing up all of this shit that is not relevant, does not need to be talked about and is just creating toxicity in the culture. That I have zero tolerance yeah. for. It's that kind of stuff. It's meant to breed division. Yeah. And that's generally Gossip takes a few forms, but one of them is to breed division among particular groups and to create a toxic environment where you're creating alliances within a culture. Mm -hmm. There should be only one alliance, the culture. Mm -hmm. right? So when people start dividing the business up, <clears throat> then I have issue with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as management, though, how do you address it? What are some good questions <clears throat> or key takeaways if you have a conversation if you bring someone into your office that has been gossiping or spreading you know false yeah. information about the company or or someone else how do you have that conversation with so that person i think the the best thing you can do is just be the message and yeah. not gossip yourself <clears throat> and be the leader i mean that's the that's the most potent mm -hmm. uh, antidote to gossip yeah i, I mean, love this somebody no... was just saying it's like a click in high school uh, mm -hmm. I, it's a cat. Mm -hmm. I hear you yeah exactly it's like 
I, I left high school after my sophomore year and went to college because I couldn't stand the social <laughs> organism. That was high school. The last thing I want is to go right back into it in my workplace. So I'm with you. Yeah, I graduated yeah. a year early too for that. Yeah, I just, it's just, it's I was petty. in all four years. <laughs> I was there all four years too. Isaac, <laughs> uh, do you want to play the video that uh, Sabs did just recently? Um, yeah, high school can so. be savage. Just Oh, dude, the moment I graduated, I was like, peace out. All these people that went to so, high school um, reunion. So, so share it on StreamYard first, and then we'll play it. Yeah, so um, at the bottom, there we go. Share screen. Breathing in, breathing out. Can I take you to work? Um, <laughs> the left one. The left one at the top. Yeah, right there. You're good. Why you look sure. so professional? I actually am dressed okay. down today. It's now, uh, jeans. Okay. I'm wearing, I'm wearing jeans. Now play it. It should, should be perfect. Yep. Normally, I wear a tie. As I know of God, something sharing, something with you that can't, you can't have a positive impact on that situation. Tied to that situation, why are they talking to you about it? If they have a real concern, go talk to the person that they are concerned about. And that's my general policy when somebody comes to me in quote unquote uh, concerned for someone else that's talking hmm. gossip. I said, wow, you seem really concerned about this person right now. You know what we should do? Let's go hit the other person. All three of us sit down. Let's hammer this thing out. Somebody said it was funny. They were like, so you're not okay with gossip, but you're okay with saying the word fuck in a video. Yes. Fuck yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to pull up the comments? Yeah, it's funny how people get weird about words. Words that's that's a that's a hilarious one to me. Um, oh, but that, that's the, another dead giveaway you're dealing with gossip is generally the person doesn't want to sit down and actually talk to the other person about it. Yeah. Like, well, if you're not willing now, again, people saying this, well, what if it's sexual harassment or there's abuse? Those are obvious different scenarios. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we even that's need to clarify gossip. that. That's a different scenario. Yeah. When we're talking about petty shit, mm -hmm. where you're like, yeah. you're talking about somebody's lifestyle or what they eat or what they, they're, you know, what they're into. And you're sharing that with other people, like you're feigning concern, but you won't even go talk to the right. person about it. Get mm -hmm. real with yourself. Like if you genuinely care that much, go talk to the person that you seem to be so concerned about. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so, okay, so there's a few scenarios in the comments section that uh, we should definitely bring up. Um, so one of the scenarios was sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. It's like, so do I have to worry about gossip when I'm, you know, there's sexual harassment involved? Like, when do I mention that? Is that there's exceptions to the rule, correct? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And to be clear, if there is any kind of genuine harassment, that isn't gossip if you're talking to the proper person. Right. But so so what if it's if it's sexual harassment and let's say you have a superior that's a manager and you're afraid of that person, right? So that person's effectuating change. Who do you talk to then? Yeah, that, that's that's a shitty position to be in if you can't feel like you can talk to the appropriate people. If you have an HR department, I would go to the HR department, somebody that can effectuate change or do something about it. Mm -hmm. Um and that and it can be appropriately addressed. So we're clearly not talking about genuine harassment and there are different forms of harassment that show up in the workplace. Those need to be swiftly addressed and dealt with. And you do need to go to the appropriate people to deal with it. Uh, that is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about pettiness and talking about other people's lives and decisions other people are making 
again, generally it's not even true or you're not sure it's true. It's something that you've heard that you think may be happening. And it usually was with an intent to either make yourself feel better, feel significant, or to tarnish that person's name, mm-hmm. right? Like very often high performers deal with a lot of gossip. Mm. That always amuses me. And that's a dead giveaway, right? If somebody is wants to trash a high performer, uh, that tells me far more about the person than my high performer. That yeah. does not mean all high performers are ethical or do everything right. We know very often that there are things that they aren't doing right. But if your willingness to show up to tarnish their name to other people is how you handle it, that's a character indictment on you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that's stuff I'm paying attention to. So to be clear, and I'll, I'll, we don't have a policy around not talking about pay. I don't care if people talk about how much they're making or how much they're getting paid. In some cases, especially in the sales department, those numbers are very transparent and open. But what we do care about, if you are going to talk about pay, you're not doing it maliciously to hurt someone or to make them feel inferior or you're weaponizing it in some way. That's that's toxic and that would be considered gossip. If people are simply comparing notes on how much they're getting paid, that's on them. I don't really care as long as there isn't intent there. Ladies, can you think of a specific scenario that was very gossipy and that turned into a worse scenario um, because of because of the gossip? Was there anything that was like toxic that you can think of? Go for it. Yeah, she has one. Oh, yeah. Most recent one, right? Oh, I don't even know what you're thinking about. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go no, ahead. Go no, ahead. you go ahead. I'm not thinking <laughs> with um, the most recent uh, person that was terminated on your team. Mm, I don't, I mean, I don't know how much like gossip was oh, okay. particularly. There was definitely gossip happening behind closed doors, yeah. but I wasn't right. involved or privy to all right. of that. One of the things that comes to mind for me was um, the start of mine and Sebastian's relationship. Even though there was a conversation had with the teams to kind of introduce that, there was major gossip that happened afterwards that had a negative impact on the team. And we were like slowly able to get those people out and things got much better after that. But can you be more... A little bit more, flush it out a little bit. I don't no. really know how to flush that out anymore. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Okay. All right. People sharing opinions, not topic. like knowing or actually talking to yeah. us about it, talking to other peers and making up stories that weren't true. That's okay. The, the audience didn't hear that. <laughs> I made sure that that was the case. Uh, okay. So, um, Andre, can you think of one? I uh, need a job a topic? To that, think. and I I'm do not to... gossip. We're in a number of states. Uh, for those who are listening who need a job, uh, we have an office in Dallas. We have an office in Miami. We have an office in Boston. Um, we have an office in Sacramento. A lot of offices in and around LA, San Diego. I can't think of anything that got worse because I think that we're in those areas. We unfortunately, a lot of our workforce isn't able to work remotely. So at this point, we don't have a lot of remote options. So I know we got multiple audiences. Not a lot of remote work currently. <laughs> the people on YouTube are like confused. So so Sebastian's on TikTok talking to right. people on live on TikTok. We're live on on YouTube right now. We're pulling up the comments. So um, so go ahead and share. Um, Next the- year we'll have more remote work. For those who are looking for that, add add. Just go go over. Yeah, there we go. Oh no, actually. Well, I have a question for yeah. Kat. Yeah. Just 
with all of that, how did you, you know, knowing that the gossip was about you and hearing it, like, yeah. how did you just like push through mm. with just work? Because that's got to be tough, like going through, especially if you're the person not just hearing it about other people, but if it's specifically about you and your relationship. Yeah. And I think that's got to be tough going to work. I mean, you have to like focus and you have to be on point and all of that. So whether, you know, with this in particular, like how, how did you, I don't know, pull through and what advice would you give to other people that are going through mm, that? I don't, I don't know that I have like great advice. I kind of feel like I'm just a little bit of a different breed as well. Like I yeah. just didn't care what other people had to say, especially since the things that they were saying, like weren't true or accurate anyways. And I knew that it was going to be coming to light. And again, it shows more about their character than the actual situation that's going on. Yeah. And there were certain people that like I was closer to, like my friend at the time was one of the ones that was involved with a lot of the, oh, I heard this person say this and this person say this and this person say this. I'm like, well, if everybody's comfortable talking to you about it, then that's like mm. the first problem. So I was very direct um, with her and that and direct with uh, like the team that I was a part of that I felt was involved with it as well. And mm -hmm. again, like part of it was, hey, I had to understand that this is something that's a little bit controversial yeah. and they don't understand. And so it's just going to take time for it to actually like just come to light that like, yeah. hey, this is a real relationship. It may not be something that is is considered, you know, normal or what you're used to or what you think is right, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it's not valid yeah. or that we're not here for you know the right reasons and we're not doing things can, the right way so yeah. can i bring up a touchy subject so did you can i do that can i get your permission to do that i feel like you're bring, gonna do i'm it not anyways. the only <laughs> involved okay. with the, the story so i may not be the only one to yeah. ask permission for it but so, so like i'm i'm okay with like um like relationships in the workplace too <laughs> i it doesn't bother me at all but did you ever get people that projected onto you like that you you when you started progressing in the company mm. did you ever get the thought that like oh she's progressing because she has a relationship with Fuck the boss? no because my yeah. results showed more than anything else but did you ever hear that i love that no you never heard that and nobody said it to my face and if they did i would laugh at them yeah yeah yeah, that's I mean, thing, like, yeah i, I never know. have to that's the be so good you can't be ignored if you're if you're killing it and your result is low nobody enough, cares and that's part this. of what it was like it just took time for me to like also just show up with who i was in the business yeah. for nobody to care you know I love it. but i mean i i get there are genuine concerns when people are dating especially if one is quote unquote a superior yeah um which isn't ideal for a number of reasons which i obviously no regrets. There's a lot of <laughs> no <regrets laughs> we did that is later, not ideal, but, but share the is, uh, you know it worked for us. Yeah. Host I invite you to go live together. I don't know who this is. Do it. Good sign. Um, he he wants to join the live to ask you a question. Oh, so can we do that? Why don't Why don't you tell him to go to YouTube F5 okay. podcast and then leave a comment there? I didn't see who it was, but if you're still listening, sorry, I just got your your invite. Go to uh, our YouTube channel and we can chat with you there. I'm happy to take questions. I did see Shane was asking, why do people gossip? Um, there are a number of reasons. And I'm I'm not sure, for those who are on TikTok, I'm not sure if you can hear our team talking or if you're just hearing me or if you're hearing Frank. I'm not sure how that's getting passed through. But if you go to YouTube, you'll be able to see all of us and hear all of us talking. Um, but the question is, why do people gossip? There's a number of reasons. 
to feel significant, right? Six human needs psychology, uh, very often there's a need for significance, right? And so you can feel significant if you feel like you have juicy details about somebody's life and you're the procurer of that information. Mm -hmm. Also love and connection. A, a number of people had pointed out uh, in the comment section that people gossip for community and connection. And they were specifically saying women do, which mm -hmm. I generally don't like to attribute behaviors to one sex or the other as much as I possibly can. Uh, but that was the point that was being made that that women tend to gossip more as a way to create community and connection with one another. <clears throat> I I have a lot of amazing women in my life and I'm blessed and I don't know that any of them gossip and they, at least certainly I'm never around or, or privy to the gossip. Uh, and I would like to think they don't and believe they don't just based on the amount of time I spend with them. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's a thing uh, or that yeah. it has to be a thing. It probably is a thing, but Let, I don't know if it has to be a thing. Let's bring out the comments on TikTok because there's a few scenarios that they bring up that I think would be um, beneficial for our audience to hear. Um, so, all right. Um, sometimes you only, okay, just keep going down. Let's look for these comments. I must, so the, what, what's interesting about these comments is like how much this video resonated with people. Mm -hmm. you, you know, oftentimes we post content. We don't know what's going to go viral because we don't know what, what resonates, but posting in general um, consistently will help us identify what, what resonates. And this certainly is one of the topics um, just from the comments, like just people saying, I, I work for a horrible boss. I wish you could come to my company and talk to my boss. Um, I wish you could tell the people in my company uh, about this because they're horrible or they're toxic. Um, some people said, uh, I've, I worked for a company for 25 years, got fired because of gossip, like not, no, that she was a subject of the gossip mm -hmm. and she got fired because people mm -hmm. like ganged up on her essentially, which is horrible. Um, uh, is this the same video or is this a different, no, it's a different one? This is the, uh, Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. There's a lie. Inception. <laughs> Um, okay, so good thing you have your pants on. <laughs> so this got gossip will kill a company. So why don't we talk about? So that that was a a, a comment that, that resonated, and that's the easiest way. I mean, multiple people are saying this, and I think Bliss, if I'm saying your name right, Bliss something, um, exactly right. Uh, you just don't allow people to gossip around you, and if everybody holds that line, eventually it'll die out, and people who are really into gossip won't be part of your culture. They'll leave. Yeah. Right, they won't feel comfortable being in an environment where they're not allowed to, or don't feel comfortable gossiping. So, that's the easiest way to do it. The easiest way to put out a fire is not to feed it. That is why my approach is when somebody comes to me and wants to talk about somebody else, and it isn't about anything that uh, that needs to be talked about. My first thing is like, hey, if you're so concerned, let's I'll help you. Let's all three sit down. We'll not, we'll nail this thing out. Offend the mind, reveal the heart. <clears throat> right. So. As soon as you offer to sit down with the person being talked about, you learn the heart of the person that is sharing. Absolutely. Because if they're genuinely concerned about the person, they'll be like, great, yeah, let's all go sit down. That would be great. Thank you for that. Because mm -hmm. again, I'm not asking them to just go by themselves. Let's all three sit down. Let's let's hash it out. As soon as they're like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do that or that's not important. Then I'm like, then shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't care enough to actually talk to the person, why are you sharing this information with someone else? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's go back to the comment section. Um, all right. Um, so 
going back to you know uh gossip killing a company gossip is a catalyst to drama school 40 years ago <laughs> yes me too Go- Not 40 years ago but <laughs> okay just just to clarify there's people watching on youtube they have no clue what you're talking about okay. um so uh gossip is a catalyst to drama it is drama it, it, yeah it, it, it's, it's yeah. A, well it's yeah. not it's I, I wouldn't say it's drama but it's like i would say it starts drama like if i say something about Susie or jack or whatever the case may be and then that person you know goes why are you saying this about me and then goes to that person and then and drama begets gossip gossip begets drama drama yeah. begets gossip it becomes a sick cycle that can become toxic and in when your culture. and when there's drama in your culture you can't make money well you're, you're distracted <laughs> you're distracted right. from making money right and yeah. being effective well then making money but just being effective in your team no no healthy team supports gossip which is why when people yeah. advocate for it i'm like show me a good team that Wait, supports gossip why would you advocate there were literally for there gossip? were literally people that were advocating <clears throat> for gossip i was like are Jesus. you serious yeah pull up the, pull up the they're okay we're different there <laughs> are literally groups of the, advocating like, for the, gossip and so the first thing i do is anytime i hear those things I'm like show me a high performing team that gossips or a oh high performing gosh. person right or high performing person i, I just yeah. feel like just, i can't sit with that like i can't something just i'm like feels, Ugh. and i feel like i can't mm-hmm. i don't know there's just something about being authentic with I feel people can feel like I feel like if you're holding that information and there's just a vibe that you give off and you're right. It doesn't allow you to lead or perform in a way that you're supposed to because there's like yeah, internal just, blockage, yeah. in my opinion, mm-hmm. that I feel like you're exuding yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. not authenticity mm-hmm. without authenticity. I don't think people will follow you. No, you know? yeah, I think well, it creates mention, distrust. How do you create intimacy and connection and relationship with with that shit going on. I just can't. I don't know how you do. I, and that's going to be a huge problem when you're trying to build something of any kind of magnitude or significance because if people can't trust each other or connect, that's going to be a big problem. Yeah. But to, to be clear, if you're in a company where you can't avoid gossip and it's maybe like a large company, maybe it's like a separate branch and there's a ton of people that gossip, uh, your superiors will see your results. So like Kat, let your results speak and whatever anybody says won't matter because it's like, dude, like I be so I good mean, you can't be ignored. When, when I was when I was in school, th- this was a this was a problem for a lot of my teachers because I had behavioral issues in school when I was like in in uh, younger. What issues? I, I'm sorry. Behavioral issues. Oh, okay. Like I would, I I would just like get out of my desk, go like randomly, the class clown or something. Not the class clown, but I would. I would like just randomly talk to people and I would, I had a, a tr- problem with authority. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like being told what to do. I've had that my entire life. I don't know if I just born with that, okay. um, from Jamaica. but I, this is a horrible <clears throat> example, but I got, for the most part, I got straight A's mm-hmm. in my classes. So whenever I went to the, the principal, it was almost like the principal's like <clears throat> on paper, you have like a What's great student. Here? What are you complaining about? Yeah. So the teachers hated me mm-hmm. and they had nothing to complain about. So, that's an example of like, be so good you can't be ignored. And in the workplace, be so good you can't be ignored. So that when somebody goes to the superior or gossips to the superior, it's like, dude, fuck, what are you talking about? They're like, they're crushing it. Yeah. You know? So, Agreed. Um, all right. That's the Union Jack flag, which I'm guessing that's the UK. From what I can't tell, the flag's really small on the screen, but I think that's the UK. Yeah, Maybe it's, Australia. It's going to be a horrible habit that we have to overcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to have to take one away from him. <laughs> UK, UK, Can we go to uh, TikTok? Um, okay. Let's scroll. Are we sharing it on with the audience? Right. Yeah. Somebody's saying in the UK, people don't say things to your face. It's part of the culture. They say things behind your back. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Lovely. I'm sure that's helpful for okay. everyone. 
Um, okay. I'm so shocked about that. Let, let's look up a. Oh, if gossip. Okay, this is this is a good one. If gossip versus a per, if it is gossip versus a person start stating the facts of a situation. If you go to the person and confront, if you're labeled a troublemaker, so they're saying they're complaining about are you, you're going to be labeled a troublemaker if you actually go to the person and talk to them directly as opposed to gossip. No, I, the, well, maybe the, that's what more. I, I think about how you feel about yourself. Saying, well, if it's true, it's not gossip, and that's actually totally inaccurate. What you're saying could be true. And it could still absolutely be yes. gossip. The gossip is simply your intent. Why are you sharing this information? Um, not whether or not the information is true or not. Some information may be, some information may not be. It's your intent behind what you're sharing uh, that makes it gossip and who you're sharing it to. And again, here's a simple rule. Would you like people sharing this information about you? It's a fucking golden rule. Mm -hmm. You learn it in what, kindergarten? Mm -hmm. If you wouldn't like somebody talking to you that way or talking about you that way, maybe don't do that to other people. And here's the thing, if you have people in your life who are gossiping to you, I promise you they are gossiping about you. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> keep that in so, mind as you, you build your, your social circle. The, the way I read this is like, okay, let's say you're working in a team, right? There's something that needs to be addressed. Um, and maybe that person doesn't wanna address it with the, the person directly, but it needs to be addressed to help a project you know, progress. They state the facts, um, to other people, hey, this is the situation. Um, this is not being done, or this is not being done. This is why we can't progress it. And this person's probably thinking, in that circumstance, I'm stating the facts. I'm not gossiping. But the person that's that is holding everything back could see it as you're gossiping about me. And um, and then if they're confronted, they're labeled a troublemaker. Like, why are you causing drama? Funny example of this. Yeah, and, and ultimately. If you're in a team environment and you need data or facts to make your point and you're sharing it with the team so something could be done about that, it's not gossip. It's when your intent is to hurt another person or to share information to gain significance or love and connection. I keep repeating this, but there there is information that is important to share. And sometimes I see people go the other way where they're like, well, I didn't want to share it because I don't want to gossip, which I love their heart. But if the information is material to the business and could directly impact the business and or their job, then you have a responsibility to share that. But to be clear, share it with somebody who can do something about it, i.e. team lead, boss, supervisor, whatever the fuck terms people use. I don't like any of those terms, but you get what I mean. Somebody who actually can, can do something about it. And yes, talk it out. Like what happened to just talking to another human being? If you genuinely care about the person, Go chat with them about it. Don't go share it with other people. Uh, and I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know any high-performing successful people that spend a lot of time talking about other people unless it's learning from them or gaining knowledge from them. But they don't spend time sniveling and whining about other people's decisions. They just don't have time for it. All right. So it's like, to me, it's a luxury. If you have a luxury of being able to, to snivel and whine about other people, it's like, what the fuck are you doing with your time? Um, all right, let's scroll down. Let's see if we can... Uh, then you need to be 100% transparent with your workforce and share financial details and budgets. Um, uh, let's see. Costa, don't ask how much they get paid just in case you're not getting what you deserve. Um, so, so okay. So this is I, this may be a touchy subject. So is it gossip if you're asking other people what they're getting paid for a similar job? If, you're, if you start going around and going, hey, you know, what are you getting paid? Because I'm getting paid this. Is that gossip? No. Talking about pay isn't gossip. 
with uh, other employees? I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's, it's unproductive. Think levels of it's unproductive like, is to go to someone else. I think you should but... go to your manager. Yeah. I if, mean, if it's, if it, the intent is really where that becomes a problem. I, yeah. I feel like it could be because it, uh, you're right. The intent piece, because I'm wondering what are they doing with that information? Is it because at the same time, I think, is it going to help you? So if mm -hmm. I go to you, I'm like, well, how much are you making? Mm -hmm. Right. And whether I'm going to go talk about it with Sabs or not, I've already received that information and I'm over here creating my own gossip and my mm -hmm. own drama in my head that I feel like is going to cause drama outwardly. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like with the intent with that, would it be to just have like a good productive thought process of, okay, here's how I'm going to go about this conversation or whatever. Or is it just for me to just create my own head drama about it? Mm. Yeah. I think we had a, a scenario recently where it turned into gossip as a result of questioning around mm -hmm. pay, but the questioning of pay in itself isn't gossip. Correct. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm saying. I don't think that part is, but I feel like the aftermath of what yeah. you're doing with that yeah. information, yeah, exactly. whether it's talking <clears throat> about it with somebody or even in your own, if, your own and mind. If you have, I mean, I hear, I'm looking at comments here. People are saying, what's the big deal about being open about pay? I don't necessarily think there is, but to it's the intent behind why somebody wants to know that. So we're a mm -hmm. business that a lot of the business is predicated upon performance, which mm -hmm. deals with this, right? right. If so. you're at least some of your pay is tied to performance, people <laughs> don't snivel and whine about it because it's clear why. Oh, you're getting paid more because you're doing more. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, the, where I get stuck is when people are trying to make apples to apples comparisons that mm -hmm. aren't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, yeah. I should get paid. I'm doing as much as this person. Fuck you. You are. You're not. That's the difference. And that's what drives me nuts is when people are like, well, I have the same title. Like, well, you're well, not doing the same level of work. Right. It's an act of mercy that you're still here. <laughs> this person is delivering at a much higher result. Thus, they get paid more. It's not a title. It's result that matters. And so a lot of times people get lost there because they think, well, we have the same title. We should be paid the same amount. Mm -hmm. yeah. Remember this, and I'll repeat it over and over again. There is nothing more unequal than the equal treatment of unequals. Mm -hmm. That's why we have a business that so much of it is predicated upon your result because this that. goes away when you make things about result. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, especially when you're taking accountability for yourself and for others as well in their performance. Like if I'm looking at somebody else that's complaining about, hey, I'm only making this much, but I also see that they're late every day and they've called out five times in the last month and their results like haven't been consistent and they have a shitty attitude at the office and they're creating gossip like i'm i'm gonna look at that and be like hey i i understand why mm. you're not getting a raise right now you know like you're having conversations with uh, the manager I, about I, this and I'm this is why work half a week <laughs> yeah exactly 527 mentions that it caused a lot of friction between coworkers. that's her experience yeah mm. it does <clears throat> especially if the person isn't willing to take a good look in the mirror and understand why they aren't getting mm -hmm. paid. Actually, to your point you're right very often when people when I see people who are complaining about pay, like, you know, like, well, you show up late every other day, you're, you call out every other mm -hmm. week, you know, you, you genuinely, you're like, you're doing shit that isn't valuable. And then you're like, why don't I get paid more? Like, you're, you're lucky you still work here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. my approach. Like, but that's a, that's a different thought process, I think. Whereas somebody who's truly valuable to the yeah. company, you're going to do everything in your power to make sure they get paid what they need to be able to take care of themselves and, and stick around. Somebody who's a pain in your ass. If they start pushing it and they're like, I want more, you're just going to walk them out the door. Right. So and we've had an example don't. of like what you were just saying there as well. Like somebody saying, hey, like I, I'm working hard, like I'm financially stressed about this. 
you're doing all the right things. Like, yes, we're going to make it happen for you. And that's not an issue. But the sniveling and whining when you're not even doing your work well or or being a good employee is like, that's what's just going to cause drama if you're talking on compensation with other people in the office. Yeah, and and high performance isn't an apples to apples comparison. Somebody's bringing up that can be hard to track, but in performance isn't always about numbers. You could have a high performer and we've, we've fired many people who were quote unquote high performers, but they gossiped and they mm-hmm. come, they created toxicity in the environment and they, other people didn't want to be around them. Well, that's yeah. not somebody I want in my business. So there's lots of pieces that go into this. Um, and, and I agree. I, I, talking about pay can be tricky. I don't have a policy against it. Um, and if somebody wants to know why they're not getting paid more than somebody else, I'm happy to sit down with them and go, hey, here's why. And if you want to get paid more, here's what you have to do. Uh, that's the kind of business we run. It's I, I, I'm developing entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs think about getting paid based on the result, not based on the hours that they're putting in. Yeah, so we, somebody wants to get paid more. The answer is, OK, what do we need to do to get you there? Mm-hmm. Uh, what more can you bring to the business to make that happen? Or what growth can we attain? Or what personal growth can we attain to help you get to where you need to be? Transparency also is... ensures fairness between men and women. That's true. In our environment, we don't really deal with uh, unfair pair between men and women. As my my entire business is ran by a bunch of amazing women, um, I don't have a lot of men in my business. But you're not wrong in saying that in a lot of businesses, that's probably a thing. There was somebody that left a comment that said, "This guy doesn't work with a lot of women, does he?" Yeah, like, and I was like, like <laughs> "They're all women. Where are they?" Seventy percent of our office right now is is women, and all my core partners are all women, and they're amazing, so and I'm incredibly thankful for all of them. Here we are, but they're not drama, and they're not gossipy, and they work really hard, and they do amazing things. Yeah, women do rule, and I think we're moving into a season I would call the divine feminine, where we're going to see more women rise to positions okay. of power, and it's it needs to happen. I'm excited. So. My thought in regards to pay specifically is if it's facts, that's not drama. If it's opinions, that's where it becomes gossip and drama. Let me bring up another scenario. So let's say there's uh, a whole team, right? Say you employ or I employ a whole team, right? And let's say there's like six people on the team. There's one person that's not holding their weight at all. Mm -hmm. And everyone's very communicative. Everybody's communitarian within the team. And they tell they tell each other, they tell each other. I love your word choices. I know, communitarian. <laughs> I've never heard that mm-hmm. one. Like the, yeah. The dictionary. You eat your problem. community. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a communitarian. I it. It's good. It's good. I, I, get, I had to get a good yes, Um So. <laughs> I believe you. Uh, so. Uh, Straight A's. Behavioral issues, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the great ones do. All the good ones. <laughs> um, okay, so. Sorry for you. Okay, one person's not pulling their weight. One not one person's not pulling their weight, right? There's five other people. They tell each other, "Hey, the reason this is not getting done, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but just freaking John. John is not like he just he disappeared for like two days, didn't communicate. Yeah. And is that gossip? Or if I, if I tell people on my team the reason this shit this isn't getting done is because of what John's doing to hold us back? If they can't do anything about it. Yeah, those are always tricky situations. And I generally don't want to put the blame anywhere, but the leadership needs to step in and make certain things clear. So in that scenario, if I had somebody who wasn't pulling their weight and I'm the lead on that team, I would address the situation without addressing the person. So Mm. it's important. This, like I say all the time in our business, um, it's a battleship, not a cruise ship. 
it takes everybody doing their part. It takes everybody working together as a team. Everyone has to pull their weight. Uh, and, and everyone knows it's funny because of some of the things that we're trying to do in our society right now. Everybody knows how unfair it is when somebody is getting paid the same as someone else and they're not doing the same amount of work. Mm-hmm. Right. We all know that inherently. We're like, I'm working way harder than this person and they're getting paid the same amount as me. Uh, that's that's frustrating to people. Right. <laughs> and, and so, you know, think about the implications of that in society right now and what we're asking, because in many cases we're asking for that. In my world, mm-hmm. there is nothing more unfair than the equal treatment of unequals. Yeah, I, I learned this. Th- this is my first experience with this. Was was uh, Cutco? I mean, you can say all you want about Cutco, but I like I like the company. Um, and um, the, one of the division managers. So as I as I work my way up into uh, management, one of the division managers. Whenever I had a problem with anyone, he would say, "CPO talks," which is orders like taking orders be so good you can't be ignored yeah cpo talks so he's like hey you have a problem just sell more shit it will go away trust me (laughs) and it's the truth in any work environment is like perform so good that nobody screws with you there was one girl i probably have her on the podcast eventually um her name was leah iliopolis uh she's greek yeah sounds greek yeah she's (laughs) amazing You, you you ladies would love her um she, I know and love Greek. She food. was somebody that was almost like an independent island in her, like, uh, uh, because she was so, she had such high performance that nobody even bothered to screw with her. Like, she's like, why are we going to, like, we're not going to mess with her because she's just, she she's an island on mm. by herself. She's on an island by herself. Mm-hmm. And so many people recognize her for her results. Mm. And and so it'd be stupid to be like, oh, Leah said this wrong or that wrong. Yeah. 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 So you generally get to a certain level of competency and performance where you you gossip is greatly minimized. Uh, In one sense, you'll have a lot more haters and people that that want to talk outside of the business and you reach a certain level of fame or or, uh, status. But, But from that standpoint and you're so high above it, you just don't notice it. There's. And again, I don't know many high performers that deal with a lot of gossip or, or I mean, participate in gossip. High performers generally get uh, gossiped about with low performers, and that's generally the thing. Uh, low performers are generally the ones that gossip, which is a dead giveaway who you are based on how you show up in the business. High performers generally don't waste their time with it. Which helps if there's, you're in an organization where there's a lot of recognition. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like that, that solves for, that's the one thing that solves for everything else. If you get if there's somebody that gets a ton of recognition all the time, when you gossip about that person, they're gonna be like, "What are you talking about? They're like the top person in the office." Like, like yep. why, I don't know why you're talking about that person. No, I I would say this for those who are listening to think about these sorts of things. Sometimes you'll have a quote unquote top performer, somebody who's being championed as a top performer who is not ethically sound, and that can also be toxic if the leadership doesn't deal with it because if you yeah. Whatever you don't deal with, you ultimately end up endorsing. Mm-hmm, right? So yeah. people then begin to think, <laughs> oh, it's okay to behave this way and be recognized for it. You create a whole other set of problems. Uh, and so it's not worship performance at all at all costs, because sometimes as, as a leader, you got to be careful to make sure that performance is being done the right way and ethically and that what's being you know done can be modeled and that you want modeled. So there is another side to this when you work in a, a performance environment and something you definitely need to be aware of. Um, so that you're not, again, think about it this way, whatever you tolerate, you end up inviting. 
And that's personal and business. Whatever you tolerate in your business, you're going to end up inviting more of it. Whatever you tolerate in your personal life, you're going to end up inviting more of it. You let somebody so take an inch. You, you want to be careful. Exactly. And I don't, I, I pick my battles, right? Uh, some things are standards, some things are expectations, but I pick my battles. I don't, I don't have uh, a rule about every single thing uh, because without a little bit of grace and love, things can get really difficult there too. But know what things are like, hey, these things matter. And when I coach business leaders around this, we'll talk a lot about making sure you're majoring on majors, not on minors. But understand that and, and, and what, what is the environment you're creating in very often, but what you're not dealing with, you end up endorsing. So if you have a boss, for instance, who is not dealing with gossip, they'll end up endorsing it, right? If you have a boss that's uh, doesn't uh, deal with uh, unethical behavior, they'll end up endorsing it. Now, that may not be their intent, but because they don't do anything about it, what they're saying is that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, ladies, have you ever uh, been in a situation um, where um, people on your team gossiped and then you had to address it directly? Um, did Were you ever in that situation where you're just like, this needs to be addressed and you talk with them, you know, a separate room or wherever the case may be. Did you mm -hmm. did you ever have a situation like that? And how would you address it if if you haven't? I can't recall a time that I've had to deal with. I just anytime we have the topic around gossip, mm -hmm. I I remember really early on when we started building our internal team, um, just really thinking about the being very intentional as a leader of how it is that I spoke with my team. So I, I remember Molly was the first one that uh, joined our core team. And um, it, it was really awesome and really nice to start growing the team because you start to not only be able to work with somebody else, but just build that friendship. And I remember thinking that I had to be very cautious even in building that friendship and that um, working relationship as well. And the way that I talked with her would also be a message of mm. just me and my leadership. And I wanted her to be able to trust me. And I feel like that really spilled on to everybody else mm -hmm. as we hired mm -hmm. you and then you joining the team. So yeah. I know for a fact that I, I was very- Sandra's a real on day that. one. Staying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. negative. Well, because- <laughs> Um, you never, never let go of a day one. Never. It's just really funny never. because I remember as our friendship grew, like me and Molly, um, and we started building the team. I remember when we brought Andrea on board, um, I was like, okay, well, we just, we just brought somebody new. So we, we have to be professional. <laughs> I'm not saying that we would gossip on the side. Cause again, I, I genuinely was very intentional about not doing any of that. And I think even then I, I don't do that. Um, to, so I remember thinking like, okay, we just have to make sure that we are as professional as possible mm -hmm. because we want to be a good example. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as, as, uh, we grew our working yeah. relationship and friendship, and you, then we would have, you know, and, and you rub, like you that. rub off on people too. Like, yeah. what, what, like who you surround yourself, you start becoming those people. Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. So it's like. I know, like, I see you guys dressing so well. I'm like, I need more suits. Yeah. And I'll say this, you know, Sandra and I have worked together from day one, from the beginning. And I think we're in our 11th year, moving into our 11th year. Mm -hmm. I can say I have never once heard her gossip about anyone. Mm -hmm. Not once. I'm, yeah. I could say that about everyone in the Phoenix Five. But um, that's incredible to me. And 
you know, they're like, so people are like, well, everybody gossips or you're going to have a hard time building a team if you don't allow gossip. Like, I don't believe that. I, I, I have a lot of amazing people in my business and they don't gossip. Yeah. And for those who are asking, we run a consulting firm that specializes in sales and marketing for big companies. For Amazon, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon. Just to name a few. Just, Just to name, name a, a few. Couple. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that has helped. So that's why I said I can't really recall a time, to be honest. Um, for mine recently, part of the reason why I addressed it with another member of the team was because her name was brought up by this other team member. So after that conversation was had, I brought her in and I just said like, hey, I just wanted to talk with you. I know that there is some conversation happening around the office and I, I just don't want to assume that what somebody else is saying is accurate to your truth. And I hope that we've built a great enough relationship that you feel like you can be, mm -hmm. you know, open and honest about anything that's going on. So I just good. wanted to like take some time to really be present with you and connect and, and just see like how you're doing, where are you at, how are you feeling, what's going on with your workload right now? Is there anything that I can do to help? Um, was there ever a point in time where you saw somebody's performance uh, decline because of gossip, meaning they felt they were being gossiped about, and then you noticed a decline in their performance? So I feel like that's that's a that's an issue that often occurs when there's some type of gossip or somebody's being mistreated. There, you see them like they're not their normal self, mm -hmm. right? And like, do you pay attention to those things? Do you pay attention like, oh, okay, Sally's here. She went down to here. Why, like, why did that happen? And then have you encountered a situation where you addressed it and they're like, oh, because this, this, and this. Like, has that ever happened? And like, I know for sure, for me personally, when you address it appropriately and you do it right and you show that you care, mm -hmm. That person goes back to the same performance, and, and they know uh, that you've got their back. And yeah, I've I have yeah. dealt with that over and over and over again. Uh, where general like high performers will suddenly drop way off, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Um, ironically, almost all of them women, um, but their performance drops way off, and then I find out why. It's like they were somehow in the middle of a gossip circle and being talked about, and it like killed their their fire. Mm. which is why I have such a low tolerance for mm -hmm. gossip. It kills performance. Mm -hmm. um, and so you address it, you deal with it. Sometimes you can help them. It. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's hard, especially here's like in our culture, we've had a number of people that I've, I've genuinely liked that we end up either having to fire or ended up quitting because they were a gossiper. They became isolated. Nobody yeah. wanted to talk to them mm -hmm. or deal with them. And I tried teaching against that too. Like try to, reform the person and help the person but i get it like nobody wants to hang out generally i don't think people want to hang out with people who are going to gossip about yeah. them but i think that that too says a lot about the person because i have seen that as well I'm most as a most recent like somebody was just like listening to gossip and i mean they're gone now but to my in my head i'm like well you know who had the most influence with mm -hmm. you and if this is the person that did then i don't as bad as this might sound i, I don't know that i want to you know, work with you. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so sometimes you can help the person. Sometimes you can't, sometimes they're worth fighting for. Sometimes they're I, not, I, you know, yeah. and, then, and also yes. like some people are positive and positive out. I agree. Some people require or need some type of, um, de a development or growth mm -hmm. Yes, in their personality. So sometimes you can't just write people off too. Like you have yeah. to, 
Well, you go. That's a core tenet of our business. We're about people development and we're, we hire a lot of people who are coming out of college or in their early 20s. We're still trying to figure out who they are. So that's why I was saying in the other video, I'm very patient with people genuinely and I don't fire people on their first offense. You are, you are patient with people. Um, yeah, I, I but there are that. certain things I have zero tolerance for and gossip is one of those things. A lot of things I will be patient with and try to work somebody through. Um, and, and then there's other things I won't. We just, we had this, we had to let somebody go a little while ago that I, you know, two or three months ago, we were thinking we need to let him go. And I was like, no, let's give him more time. Let's see if we can figure this out. Uh, and nothing changed. So try to be patient. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's bring up another work scenario. Um, so let's say you have uh, a meeting, a work meeting, right? And one person is known as like a more of a, more of an aggressive person. Mm -hmm. Like they just, they snap at people mm -hmm. more quickly and they're in a meeting and Sally has a really great point. Mm -hmm. That's just an amazing point that she needs to make, but she's like, I don't want to make that point. Cause I don't want to hurt, you know, Becky or piss her off. Mm -hmm. So what do you do with that person? Like that person that's like, everybody's kind of like intimidated by because they're just overly aggressive and like People don't want to mention things because it's like, I don't want to piss her off because she's going to get mad at me and she's going to cause this whole thing. Like, what do you do in that scenario? Like, do you root that out? Like, if what if they're a high performer? Um, I know you you mentioned, like, if somebody gossips, but in well, this scenario... Assuming they aren't the lead. If they're the lead, that's a little bit trickier, right? Because they probably aren't consciously aware of they're not creating space for their people to share. And that's, right. that's something I, I end up coaching a lot of leaders around how to create a place for people to feel like they can share. So assuming I am, I am, I'm leading this team and I recognize one guy on the team is super aggressive and mutes everyone else and somebody else has valid points, but they're afraid to share. I will mute that person mm -hmm. and, and, and request, Hey Sally, share what you're thinking. I want to hear positive what reinforcement are. to exactly what they're saying. Like, that's an amazing, does anyone else agree, disagree? Anyone have objections to that? Cause I think that's an amazing idea. Could you idea. read the situation too? Did you like, you see that Sally's not saying something. Yeah, generally like, when you go into meetings, if it's the same person talking or the same few people talking all the time, I will learn to mute them so other people can talk. Mm -hmm. So that I've literally heard him in meetings say like, anybody except for this person. We all know that. And I yeah. have relationship with the people, so they generally don't yeah. find it super right. offensive, but I'm like, all right, you've used your words for this yeah. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> done. Um, so we'll, so we'll, uh, you know, we'll come back to you in the next meeting, but let's, I want to hear from other people. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said though, about just like building their confidence too once mm -hmm. they do speak up because they, they need that. Like you're saying, they need that reinforcement. There's no such thing as a stupid question. No. And I say that all the time when I have someone new on my team and I'm like, there's, or even some new client that I'm working with, I will tell them, ask me anything because literally there's no questions that are stupid questions. I might know something that I, you know, most people would think like, oh, I should know those things. No, this is how we learn. How am I supposed to learn if you're not asking questions? Mm -hmm. And I always give that positive reinforcement, especially to the new person, because for them, it's like, well, they know more than me. You know, they probably have better <laughs> ideas than I do. And that's not true. Yeah. They might see it from a completely different perspective, and that's the perspective you need. A new perspective that hasn't been in that bubble for so long, yeah. they might have something really good to share. There's also something to be said, like, if you want more of a voice, like, perform better, there's something to be said about that, too. Mm -hmm. So instead of, oh, like, yeah. blaming external factors, try to look internally and be like, okay. The best, best way to be heard is to perform. St. Francis of Anissi is quoted as saying, 
preach it at all times and if necessary use words mm. and i've always received that very well to mean uh make your actions so loud that you don't have to use words to get your point that. across well in the 48 laws of power is uh, 48 laws of power one of the laws is never argue just show mm -hmm. you know what what the argument is trying to um uh, prove mm -hmm. so um so one of the, he uses a ton of examples but one of the examples is like some guy argued with a king in front of a lot of people and the guy got killed. Yeah, you have nothing to gain, yeah. everything to lose in that situation. You yeah. have the social awareness to realize that. Yeah, so the guy got killed. And then he brings up some great points, to be honest. Like, it's not completely amoral and evil. But, there, like, he was saying, like, in a war scenario, we need to do this. And then the, the his general said, oh, no, 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 that's, that's ridiculous. He got killed, <laughs> pretty much. And he was right. He was correct. Mm, and no. he said, we, we need to do this instead because we're going to encounter this scenario. And then another person, you know, like understood more like how to deal with the situation. He said, okay, we're going to make the mistake. We're going to make the mistake. And then I'm going to mention the solution once we make the mistake. Like, uh, look, <laughs> that's not the best. That's not the best example. But it, it like sometimes you just have to go, this is what it is. And let's like work our way through it. And then that's the way to win the argument as opposed to being like, no, no, I'm right. Mm. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. um, that's good. How do you encourage the quiet genius? Uh, well, you have to recognize the genius and others and then create space for them to be able to share and speak and help cultivate that. That's a big part of our business is around people development to bring the best out of people. Uh, but that that is that takes work and you got to be deliberate about it in most cases. I think we got to land our plane here. Okay. Um, 1040. And then uh, there are such thing as stupid questions. Sure. The point of that is when you embrace giving people an opportunity to share, you may get a lot of dumb questions that come out of that. But the culture of creating questions, the, what you gain from that in the long run uh, will be far more beneficial to you than having people feel like they can't ask a question that ends up being really, really good. So you may get a lot of dirt before you get to the gold, but create a culture where people can ask questions and you will gain from that far more than than shutting people down because a question seems stupid to you. Mm. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining the podcast. You're handsome. You. Thank you. See you later. <laughs> Sebastian is very handsome. Just say that. But I, I, will, I will say that Isaac is more handsome. He, is. <laughs> he really is. He is a very good looking guy. He's a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> um, so if you want to join the business podcast or business program, go to patreon.com. Uh, forward slash f5 podcast um we're gonna do like a an hour session every week Woo. with a group um if you guys so, like this you want more of it let us know topics that you'd love us to jump in and talk about uh, and we'll do it uh, we love interacting with the audience and being able to ask questions in real time that a big part of our business is coaching and development so that you know any way we can add value uh follow us on the f5 podcast on youtube itunes spotify uh we're going to be doing a lot of different uh, talking about a lot of different topics and contributing in a massive way to your growth. So if you're watching, uh, I would surmise that over time, you're going to see your life improve. If you keep watching us, just keep watching us, start picking up golden nuggets, watch us on your way to work, watch us what, what, even while you're on your way to work. You're driving. You listen. Yeah. <laughs> listen to us. Oh yeah, not watch. Yeah, not watch. Uh, listen to us on the way to work. Um, and uh, yeah, just do do anything you can. Like when you're working out, listen to us. You're gonna improve. 
and the topics are interesting. And as you can tell, we don't agree on everything. So <laughs> it's entertaining too. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Bye guys.